Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Wrestling with the Culture Summer Barbecue Series. WWTC. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a podcast to listen to and bless you, but we've had a lot going on in our lives. And uh, one of the things that's been going on is, first of all, congratulations to Lance. Lance, your Clippers are in the the Western Conference Finals. How do you feel about that? I feel really good about that. And congratulations to you, too, because the Hawks are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Man, listen, (laughs) I haven't been a Hawks fan in a while, but they have been tempting me to come back and become a fan. Uh, get on that narcotic again. I like the way that these guys are playing. But look, we can't stay too long on that. Now, if you want to listen to that, be on the lookout because the next episode of Wrestling with the Culture, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of our sports issues. We're going to talk about uh, some things dealing with pro wrestling. I'm thinking about watching that versus Lance because I'm interested to see what's going to happen between Soldier Boy and Lil Bow Wow. There's going to be a lot of humor, I think. That's going to be just hilarious. The amount of dissing that's going to be going on and trash talking. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we will. That's a maybe. That is. It is. But I'm interested to see what's going to happen. But I tell you this, man, life has been so good. I've been vacationing. Um, and I've been traveling. I went to New Orleans, had some of the best food. Yes. And man, they almost got me interested in, in coming on here and just simply talking about food all day. Yeah. New Orleans could do that. It will do that to you. <laughs> so I'm interested in uh, what's, what lies in store for us. Lance, you're about to go on vacation yourself. So I'm looking forward to that. You know, my birthday was uh, Happy birthday, my birthday is this month, and I celebrate. Actually, my that. birthday is next month. So yeah, man, we, we we close in that area. Yeah, man, we're gonna have a lot of fun. It's a lot of things that are going on, um, but I really am excited about this interview we had with our special guest, and I think that a lot of you all are going to enjoy this interview. It's short, but and not as long as we did with Dash, but. I'm very sure that we're going to have this guest back on and we're going to talk about a lot more things. So it was a great interview. I really enjoyed it. I really think that um, I've I've tried to do a better job of interviewing y'all. Listen, I'm still learning. These are some of the first interviews that you've heard me do. I haven't done a lot of these. So I'm trying to grow as an interview viewer. Be patient with me part of my progress and hopefully I can give you all an enjoyable interview experience but I don't want to hold you long take care enjoy the interview we'll be also, back later be sure to follow be sure to follow him he yeah, put all yeah, yeah. Information make sure we in do the, that in, in it's the, in the, the comments in the, in the chat so yes. y'all make sure y'all do that take care and enjoy barbecuing alright Yes, and on Wrestling with the Culture, we have a special guest today, all the way from Maryland. He is the host of the Comparison Cooking Channel, where they talk about many things dealing with barbecue, and it is specifically aimed at those of you who have questions and who have been wondering how to troubleshoot certain things. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Kevin from Comparison Cooking on today. Let's give him a hand. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me, guys. 
Oh man, the pleasure is all ours. We're so glad that you, to have you with us. Um, I know that personally for me, when I was researching some things, I looked at your channel, found your channel and found your Facebook group and your channel has helped me. So I just wanted to give, and I've been barbecuing for a little while myself. So I just wanted to give some of our audience and well, give our audience some exposure to what you do. So let's talk about it. Uh, Kevin, let's talk about your channel and your Facebook group. Give us some info about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my channel, Comparison Cooking, started off uh, in a really strange way. Uh, it was more of a family channel where I was trying to connect with my family and everybody get behind the grill, get behind the kitchen, and we could all come together. And over time, trying to drag my, my kids and my wife to the table to get the recording going, it kind of put them to sleep. So I know... I had to shift gears, I had to pivot, and I had to change. And what I really came back to was my passion for getting behind the smoker, getting behind the barbecue pit, because there is nothing that brings family together like good barbecue. And when you get that good barbecue going, everybody comes out of the woodwork. You know, aunts, uncles, cousins you haven't seen in years. Hey, I hear you're cooking. You, is it this weekend? Are we going to throw down? So I focused on that, and that's where comparison cooking has really gone to in the past uh, about 18 months. That's what we've been doing. That's what we've been focused on. And the reason for that is, you know, like just like I said, when you're throwing down good barbecue, everybody's happy. You can, no matter what's going on in the world, all the craziness, everybody loves a great backyard barbecue. So that's my focus. I'd like to add, though, like, it's nothing like good cooking with family because, honestly, my mama taught me how to cook enchiladas back in the day, and my mom makes the best enchiladas, but it, it was always a family event. And, I yes, I, I totally get When you get the family together and you're cooking something good, everybody want to be there. It's just a loving environment. I love it. I love all that. And, and when they're too busy with their mouths full, they can't uh... – you know, throw down with politics or any other BS that they want to throw your way. So you, you keep them fed, you keep them happy, and the world absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Is it, man? You know, good food makes a quiet table. Right. <laughs> hey, there so check this out. What about your Facebook group, Comparison Sorry? Cooking? I said, and and tell us about the group that you started based off of your channel. Um. Well, it used to be Kings for the Kings for Stockade group, which I own, by the way. I own that grill and partially due to your channel. But now it's Backyard Barbecue Smokers, I believe. So tell us about that group. Yeah, absolutely. So that group, I that was my second group I started. I actually mm -hmm. failed at my first group, which is the Comparison Cooking Group. And what I did is I just let everybody drop YouTube links, and it kind of scared off everybody. So I said, you know what? This Kingsford Stockade is a special smoker, but there's no information out there on it. So I want to bring all the owners together, and I want to start a group. But I'd heard a lot of rumors about other Facebook groups, that they were just angry. Uh, if you post something, I'd seen a couple of them, but I hadn't been in many but if you post something, they'll blow you up. They'll be like, you didn't cook it right. What are you, an idiot? And I was like, I don't want any of that. 
I, why do we have to be like that? So I started this Kingsford Stockade group, which is now the Backyard Barbecue Smokers group. And it's a place for beginners, intermediates, experts, anybody can come. And if they have questions, fire away. If they want to show off what they're cooking and making, anything's open. As long as it's food related. And, and as long as everybody stays civil. Exactly. We can talk barbecue. We can talk if you're doing something in the kitchen, you want to show it off, go for it. But you bring anything else in there. It is gone. And we've awesome moderators in the group. And we know, like, we're all good people. We don't put up with any BS. So that's that's been the premise. That's been the premise of the group. Yeah. I would also like to point out, did you fail or did you learn? Because I feel feel like you learned. You didn't fail. Like, you didn't fail. Like, failure is something that, like, oh, man, I'm done. You didn't fail. You learned. And you grew. You grew. You you learned and you grew, and this is the new. Exactly, and that's what the, you're exactly right. That's the foundation I built this other group on. Was I didn't want people posting a lot of outside links. What, what we're doing in the group is maintained in the group, and even yeah. myself, I'd love to promote my own videos in there. But if my video for some reason wasn't barbecue related that week, like I got a dry ager. I won't post the dry ager videos in there because I don't want people to come across it and be like, what's happening in the group. There's a specialness to this group and we got to keep, we work really hard to yeah, keep and, it. And it's your group. So you have every right to post any video that you want because it's your group, but you just choose to even police yourself. And I have great respect for you for doing that. And I'm, I can attest to it because there are a lot of groups where there have been so, so much argument. They've been argumentative. They've been offensive. They've been racially insensitive. They've been sexist. And in your group, you really don't tolerate any of that. And it's all, and it's almost like you don't even have to say that you don't tolerate it because it's, it's almost like it's known when you first get in there. Everybody knows this is almost the planet fitness of barbecue is a judgment free zones a junk where we come to learn where we can even talk about our mistakes and what we did wrong and so that is what i really love about your group man thank you yeah we, we want to be unique we want to keep it rare and that's the feedback we're getting um just to warn you we we had a thousand new people join in the past three weeks so they might Are not know serious? the rules yet but they that's will uh, wow and, we're, and I was a member of the group like in the first three months. We used to be like two, three hundred people. And that That's was, huge. That was just over a year ago. So we've yeah. grown to five to over five thousand. Yeah. Can, can you do wrestling with a culture of favor? Put this on the page. Yeah, <laughs> it's going on the page. You know. <laughs> and and for those listening who might be listeners of our podcast who've never heard of uh backyard barbecue smokers there are also several giveaways that that take place you have about one one a month don't you yeah typically and we like to do competitions friendly competitions within the group virtual uh throw down your best plate and we keep it fun i learned so like you were saying you didn't fail at something you learned from it but instagram i i have over just around four thousand followers and instagram's like this you know you're, you're on a treadmill 
you got to mm-hmm. keep posting. It's nonstop, and people only like it, so you'll turn around and like their stuff back. It's got its place, but there's giveaways, like, all the time. And I was like, why aren't we doing this on Facebook? Why aren't we doing this on a group of people that actually care and yeah. are invested? So I took a lot of stuff from Instagram, and I brought it over to this Facebook group saying, on Instagram, it's, like, the nicest place in the world. You rarely get mean comments on food. And I was like, why do Facebook groups need to be so nasty? I was like, I, I just got to run it myself. Yeah. Well, let's just be honest, man. Some of those other groups are just pissing contests. That's really what it is. That is 100% what it is. Yeah. You use a very important word, moderators. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> those matter. I'm I'm a moderator, so I know how that, that work goes. So, like, hey, you got good people moderating for you? Please tell them they're doing God's work. Yeah. Yes. But we can't but to be fair, we can joke around as long as it's tasteful. I remember um just for example, like we said, we built this group off of a grill that's actually discontinued. Well he built the group. And it, it started a lot of us were in there because we were thinking about purchasing this grill. We saw a Home Depot called a Kingsford Stockade. Now the grill, as I've said, is it, and they I'm I'm almost doing a promo. They should pay me for it if they bring it back. It's a very thin metal but it has a lot of space and you can put a lot of meat on that smoker at one time, especially if you're like me, I stagger my meat. So I, um, so like, let's say, you know, if you're cooking like a brisket pork butt and ribs, you're going to put your brisket on the night before and your pork, butt, and eventually you're going to start shifting things over, but you can put a lot, I can put three racks of baby back ribs and, a good number of leg quarters on that on that grill and smoke for a while. So we were we really it really started out about that group. But thing is, since that group went out, uh, go ahead and tell them how you uh, betrayed us, Kev. Oh my goodness, you're gonna bring this up already? Yeah, already? you know I got you good when you did though. Well, that was a nice setup. He hit you hard with that, but yeah, I got I, one I just, too. I just walked right into it. So. I, I wanted to keep it fresh. I wanted to see people. They were, they were having a lot of trouble with the Oklahoma Joe and getting their temperatures right. Mm-hmm. So I had to go out and I had to buy an Oklahoma Joe because I wanted to help the beginners get to that next level as quickly as possible. Yeah. And, I, and I betrayed the group and I bought an <laughs> Oklahoma Joe. But... You didn't really betray them, man. I understood. I just had to mess with you. <laughs> I remember when you posted that, and that was the funniest thing, and people piled on. <laughs> that was awesome. Well, I, I just I just want to add, when we first started our podcast, I, t- I, I told Brent about giving away free advertisement, but he's still doing it. <laughs> yeah. Do, yeah, you we, Do you remember? Well, we're talking about his group. I'm pumping his group, so I'm a member of the group. I'm talking about you giving away free advertisement. Hey, look, this is hey, look, the grill I talked about is discontinued. (laughs) So, I mean, that's the only thing that I'm doing. I'm, I mean, look, he's he's been given, you know, he's been he's been um, blessed with having his channel and some people have blessed him. So I'm, I don't mind him saying what was going on with him. Cause we're focusing on his channel and he does. That's not the only grill he owns. I think you own, you own some Traegers yeah. and some Weber's as well. Right. That's right. Yeah. Traeger out of nowhere reached out and, uh, they just sent me another one, which I like, you got I, like two I, or three you, Traegers. 
I got two triggers now, and I had an Oklahoma Joe, but you used the word perfectly blessed. I've been blessed. I don't know how this happened. Yeah, they I gave you Dash, a pellet grill. Dash was on, and he said it's hard to get these smokers. And Oh, man, you listened to that episode? Oh, yeah, Dash. I know Dash. Yes. Yeah. Dash is a good dude. We, we talked about that when you were yes. offline, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I pay attention. I pay attention. But uh, you can reach out as an influencer. I hate using that term, but that's what I'm categorized as. Um, you can reach out to brands, even if you only have like a thousand followers on Instagram. And you can start working with these brands and you will be amazed at what they will send you just by sending like nice emails. Like, hey, I really like the uh Oklahoma Joe pellet grill. I think my viewers would really like that. And I have a Facebook group. Like that's all I did. And Oklahoma Joe sent me their brand new smoker. And then I turned around and I wrote Traeger. And I said, look, Oklahoma Joe is sending me a smoker. Do you want me to do it against an old 2013? Or do you want to send me the new one? Cause they're sending me a 2020. And they wrote me back within two minutes. They said, well, what's your address? We're sending you a new Traeger. <laughs> I was going crazy. Man. I was like, how well, did look, that work? Well, look, how did that work? You, you, me and you know I'm not going to give them credit right now, but there's a, there's a specific grill that I think I want in my future, and I'm going to write that channel. But um, listen, when we come back, this is the first half of our interview. When we come back dealing with uh, Kev, we're going to talk about some of the mistakes that we make while grilling. We know Father's Day just passed, and we know 4th of July is coming up. Some of you may have just got a grill, been um, gifted a grill for Father's Day. Or you, it might be your first time trying to grill for, for the 4th of July. So when we come back, we're going to discuss some of the big no-nos that we've all made and that have made some of our barbecues terrible and I hope that you all learned something. And I hope you all enjoy this conversation with Kevin of Comparison Cooking. And we'll be right back in the next minute. There are lots of barbecue sauces, but there's only one old smokehouse. Smokehouse, new from Hormel. So rich, so thick, you gotta spoon it on. And what that smokehouse flavor can do to ribs and chicken? Mm-mm. Old Smokehouse Barbecue Sauce. Where there's smoke, there's flavor. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back and we are talking to Kevin from Comparison Cooking. We're not going to be too long because... As you all know, at the time of this recording, we are in game one of the Eastern Conference Finals, and I have grown to like this Hawks team. So we're gonna we're not gonna um, be here too much longer because I'm gonna try to catch the end of this game, and hopefully, I'll be happy by the end of it. Uh, we, got not, update. we got a score update. Uh, we're, yeah, we're uh, talk, going we're not going. Talk about is my Clippers. Well, we're not gonna talk about not it right now. Oh, oh no, nah, we we're saving that for another episode, Lance. We're gonna have a whole episode on that. Please, I'm believe. a Clippers fan, by the way. I'm a Clippers fan. Been a Clippers we'll fan have all a my whole life. episode on your Clippers, but um, Clipper Daryl. But the Hawks were up by three at the start of the fourth quarter. Um, okay. So as we get into it, um, one of the things that you're doing now is you're talking about 
barbecue mistakes. That's been one of the main things you've been covering on your channel. So let's talk about it. Some of the biggest mistakes we make while barbecuing. Uh, can you tell us why you decided to go with that with that theme for your pad for the past couple of months? Oh, for starters, everything's so expensive all of a sudden. Yeah, right. Over the past Dude, couple pork of butts have doubled. Man, it was this pork butt. I used to get them at this uh, the Sam's I used to go to to get my pork butts from. They were one twenty five, one thirty. I went there today. It was two forty three per pound for a pork butt. That's that's insane, and that was part of the reason I wanted to do the biggest mistakes because when I was making my mistakes, pork butt was like thirty nine cents a pound. Yeah, and now you go and it's a dollar ninety nine, two dollars. You go get a brisket, it's like eighty, ninety dollars for something that cost me last year like thirty eight dollars, and I was just like, you know what, I can't have people. Buying a new grill, buying a new smoker, getting super excited to get out there, and then just crumbling and just wasting dollars. You know, it's just it's too expensive. So yeah. I want to focus on the biggest mistakes I've made over the years. What I see in our Facebook group, uh, we constantly see them as we get new members in there with all different types of smokers. Uh, they all suffer from a common mistake in the beginning or set of mistakes and i was like this is this is perfect people need to know this because i treat youtube as an answer machine right what why do people go to youtube my toilet's not working how do i fix it my car is not running right how do i fix it they go to youtube and that's the way i've never focused it as i'm i'm some cook i'm some chef or anything like that it's like i'm up at night wondering how to smoke the best pork butt out there let's find the answer where do you go you go to youtube so that's where mistakes when people are really getting into something they make a lot of mistakes so i actually use those words and thought about the videos i wanted to make to like really get the message out there get it in front of viewers eyeballs so that they could actually see the content they were looking for because YouTube's a mess sometimes. You you type in search for something, it is you got to weave through you know thirty videos before you find your answers you're really looking for. So I try to just hone in, get to the barbecue mistakes, and make it easy for people to find. Oh, Can you tell them where to find? Comparison cooking, baby. There you go. Because hey, if you want to find where to not mess up, go ahead and put that in your Google search. That's right. Comparison cooking, you will find. And, and, let, and let's let's be clear. A lot of the things, he, and, and what I like about him, he doesn't claim to be this expert, this master chef. He's just a guy that, you know, he just says, like he said, he, he did some cooking. He's made some mistakes. He's had some successes. And he just shares his stories with you. Like one of the things he did when he first um, got the new grill, a lot of times he said um, he, he did smoking of a ground chuck instead of the brisket because there are some things that you can learn by smoking that ground chuck that can help you when you get ready to tackle that brisket because that brisket the brisket is probably going to be the most expensive piece of meat that you buy to put on your smoker um even if you buy and it's almost worse if you buy smaller if you buy that flat or that point separated and trimmed it's going to cost you as much as it costs to buy a whole one sometimes even more so 
there are some things that you can learn. And um, one of the things that that um, you talked about was um, the firebox management, especially with people who are learning to use smokers. Can you go into that a little bit for us, Kev? Yeah, absolutely. That was something that I wanted to know, too. How long do you let your fire burn before you let that meat go inside? Because... Like you gotta let when you doing when you're working with a smoker, you gotta let it run a little bit. Absolutely. So what for people out there that don't really understand what the firebox is, when you go to the store, most most men get this gift as a Father's Day gift. Uh, the spouse sees it and it's this unique, huge grill with this tiny little box on the side. That firebox is so crucial to making good barbecue. And most people that get these have no idea that they're supposed to put the wood or the coals in the firebox. They put it all in the main cooking chamber right by the meat. And that is a way that you can make great barbecue that way. But for me, like I just love that offset, that firebox on the side and getting the fire going. And to your point, Lance, it takes about – you know, a good 30 to 45 minutes of letting your charcoal run, letting your first piece of wood in there run. Most people, and that's one of the biggest mistakes they make, is they get it barely lit, barely, and then they throw a piece of meat on there, and it just gets infused with smoke. Yeah, I'm I'm a connoisseur, and when you do smoking right, like, yeah, you got seasoning, but that smoke carries flavor. Yes. Absolutely. And, and, that's, and that's that's what I love. A good smoked piece of meat. That's what I love. Like, yo, okay, this was done right. Like mm-hmm. you gotta you got I'm sorry. I'm I, hey, I'm I am i am a connoisseur. That's yeah, that's man, the way to do it. That, brother. That's the, what we are. That's why I the, brought them on here. The way to get those deepest flavors is through an offset smoker. But you have to get the right amount of smoke on there. And most beginners are smoldering their fire. They're not letting it breathe. And it's just creating a heavy smoke that it makes your food taste Let like me tell you about the brain. first time I tried you, to smoke. You said about 45 minutes, right? You said about yeah. 45 minutes? Typically, on, on yeah. your average well, backyard. backyard. So smoking. the first time I tried to smoke smoke meat, and, you know, by this time, yeah, I was using the firebox. I don't know if I was still if I was using the firebox yet. Or was I just lighting my with a fire starter that was a non charcoal fire starter? Because I mean non kerosene fire starter. Because if you you still using um you still using that to start your lighter fluid, uh, it's gonna affect your smell, your taste to me. But what I did, I was using like a, I was putting my my coals on one side and I was putting like wood chunks. On top of it in a regular barrel barbecue, you know, it wasn't even an offset smoke; it was a regular barrel. But it and sometimes I might have even tried it when I was still using. I might have been using kerosene still, but what I what I was doing, I was wetting my wood chunks, and then I was putting them on top of the charcoal, and and that was just smoldering my meat. It, it just created, and it makes your meat is weird. It like makes your meat extra greasy too. I don't know why it is, but when you do it that way and when you smolder your meat, it's also more greasy. I don't know why. And 
and my they tasted the food and they were like, oh, it's too much. It just it it made I think it made my mom and my dad sick because they just like it just did it was just too much for them. And I was using I think hickory. I might have been using the hickory chunks, and I love hickory, but if you don't cook it right, hickory can be too much for certain people, especially on chicken. So yes. Yeah, well, that... for the rest for the wrestling with the culture fans, Brent bought me some brisket that was absolutely delicious. So just so no, nah, that was know, pork he... butt, Lance. That was pork butt. Was it pork butt? Stuff. I thought yeah, it was brisket. Yeah. yeah, it was pork butt. I didn't really like that. It was pork butt. I didn't really it care for good. it because it was that it was, was oak and cherry, and I like I like to use I hickory like and oak. apple or hickory <laughs> and peach. Wait, man, I like the oak, man. I yeah, love it. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm I'm good. a hickory man myself. It, it was good, but it just wasn't my favorite. That's all. I loved it. I was like, whoa, man. Well, I can't right. talk too bad about doing? that because I'm trashing Kevin's favorite two woods, so let me be quiet. Not at all. Not saying, at all. I'm just saying I, I appreciated it. I was like, whoa. And it was the first person that I had in my house since the pandemic. So it was yeah. all it was yeah, all it was good, good for me. But yeah, was, man. Yeah, man. Like, you know, one of the things about and I'm gonna tell you another tip that Kevin gave me that really this took hours off of my cooking. You recommend, especially with some of these smokers, that you take two bricks with your charcoal um, box, which is really made out of... A lot of these smokers come with a little pre-made, almost like a little fence with all the wires, or like a little fence-made box that you dump your charcoal in and you sit your, and you sit your wood split on top, of that, that, um, on top of that charcoal flame while it's going. But one of the things that you talked about was emptying out that ash from that main chamber and oh yes brother when i did that i put those two bricks up it took hours off of my cooking time what went from like from pork butts that were taking me 12 to 14 hours were taking me 10 (laughs) so that's a beautiful thing it's it's amazing. So talk, yeah. So let let's talk about keeping that smoke. Ch- why it's so important to keep that smoke chamber clear of that ash? You got you got to let your fire breathe. You got to give it oxygen. We it's not an electric smoker where we want that slow smolder. We want a flame in there. And the way these smokers that you buy at a big box store are built, they're built for economic. Por- purposes yada 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 but they don't allow enough room for your fire to breathe and with a little bit of ash after about an hour and a half two hours your coal start falling down your wood starts falling down into ash and it clogs up the airflow and if you don't have that airflow going you're going to end up with sick parents or something else because it's just going to turn your food your temperature is not going to get hot so your chicken's not getting cooked it's taking forever, or your pork's not getting cooked to that shred, delicious, you know, the stuff Lance really, really loves. Yeah, um, we're not even going to talk nobody, about your brisket. Oh, no. Don't nobody want to kill grandmama either, so, yeah, no. please. So you got you to gotta be running that fire just the right way, and it, it's an art. That's why I focused in on this because, you know, cooking should be fun, but when you add this other element of playing with fire – because that's what we're doing essentially, but there's a certain way that you really got to control that fire and make sure it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. 
I respect that, man. I respect the hell out of that. Man. I mean, what what other, you know, hey, honey, I'm going outside to play with fire. Like, oh, but don't worry, I'm cooking you dinner. <laughs> it, 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 it all works. It all it works. It does, man. It does. It does. Hey. So and just like I said, just like I said on the last interview, when you give me a sample, I will tell you exactly where I'm at. Like, yeah. <laughs> so man, yeah, man. But listen, listen. Before before we get we get out of here, man. Um, we got about a minute, thirty seconds left. Tell us again what you're gonna be uh cooking over the Fourth of July weekend. What are you thinking oh, you're gonna do? We're going whole hog, whole family request, hog, baby. Yeah. Are you doing it on your Traeger or your Oklahoma Joe? What you doing it on? For this one, I'm doing a little bit smaller, just 45 pounder for the 100 pounders. I normally do a big towable smoker, but just Traeger this time around. Okay. Well, that's going to be interesting. I hope you do a video on that. Um, well, and then again, tell know, the people: Do you have a Twitter or Instagram? Where can people find you on your social media platforms? Anywhere you go, you can just search Comparison Cooking. Uh, we are there. Oh man, that is awesome! But this has been an interview with Kevin of Comparison Cookie. I I love the interview with him. He's Please gonna choose. be back. We're gonna talk more ideas on barbecue, and we just appreciate you for coming to wrestling with the culture. Please go follow him Thank on you. all social media platforms. Please go follow him on uh on Instagram. On, on Instagram. Actually, Join no. the group. Hey, look. <laughs> That, that join the group you will learn a lot and you will have fun this has been this is brent and i'm with my boy lance we are signing out from wrestling out. with the culture we out be blessed take care be safe enjoy your barbecue thanks for tuning in to our summer barbecue series take care Happy we out. Day.